Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmet of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're here with Dan Ahmed and Jim Files from Peak Financial and our Peak Financial Freedom Hour. And today we're going to talk about how should you grade where you are at right now? So we're going to call this grading your financial plan and your advisor and where are you at? And it really is more so grading your financial plan, but most people don't have a plan because for you to have a plan, it would need to be in writing. And when you look at it, the most important time to make sure you're making the best decisions about your money and you don't make any catastrophic mistakes is when you have the most money. So it's not when you're 20 and you have $2,000 saved. It's when you're retired or getting ready to retire and you have a million, $2 million, $3 million saved. When do you have the most risk? When you have the most money because a loss in making a financial mistake would be that much more painful. And you have to look at the fact is at this point in your life, you have to conduct a test and you must grade your current financial plan and if you're doing it yourself, then you got to grade yourself. That's sometimes it's hard to do, but you have to because you're, you need to grade it for yourself, your spouse, and your family. And if you have an advisor, you need to grade your advisor. And it doesn't matter if your advisor, you think of them as your friend and they're so nice and you know they treat you well. You have to grade where you're at financially. And it's imperative that you take all the emotions out when you're making this test. Um, you have to really, we know, you have to really look at every little detail and you might really, really, really like your advisor as a friend, but there's no points awarded in this test for how much you like your advisor. It doesn't matter how nice they are. If you're doing the planning yourself, you're going to have to take your ego out of the equation also. And you can't look back at, well, when you made 50% on Tesla or Apple, you got to look at what's really happened. And this test is about really finding out where you stand right now and planning for successful retirement. So, you know, when you look at this, we're going to go through the questions, Jim. I think we have about 10 questions we ask. Um, how important do you think it is for people to take a hard look based on where the world is right now of where they stand financially, whether they're doing it themselves or whether they have an advisor? It's probably the number one most important thing that you need to do right now. And that really gets onto the risk subject, right? How much risk do you have right now in your portfolio? Um, not that you're just in stocks and bonds, but how is that concentration going to be affected if something happens in the Middle East? It escalates more than what it is what we've seen so far. Something happens around the world. Uh, there's chaos. There's always going to be chaos in the world. And what you have to do at your age, if you're getting close to retirement or in retirement, you have to understand that chaos will always be there. It's not going to go away. So you, you, you jumped right into basically the question. I'm, oh, I'm just going to okay. throw it right back at you okay. it's because it's exactly what you're talking about. Okay, okay. perfect. So there's 10 questions we're going to ask. And each one of these 10 questions, you get 10 up to 10 points for if you have these in writing. 
So pretty much I can tell you most people are going to flunk flunk. miserably, maybe with a zero score at the end, which is scary. But you have to look at this and be honest with yourself and then be honest with yourself whether you're doing the planning or whether – you have an advisor. So here, you're talking about this right now. Number one, do you have in writing how much risk you really want to take, meaning what percentage or dollar amount you're really willing to lose in a big stock market drop now that you're retired or soon to be retired? So this is just stating psychologically how much are you really willing to lose if you get to choose. So how important in our process is having that in writing as far as putting together a plan? One of the keyest components of proper retirement planning. You have to understand your risk. And I guarantee you, none of the listeners right now understand their risk. I know how the industry works. Um, you have may have said to your advisor, you're a moderate investor or conservative, but you have no idea how much you could lose when the market goes down. So a moderate investor, by definition, would be a balanced portfolio of 60-40, right? 60% stocks, 40 percent bonds, you have a 38.5% risk factor, which means that the market goes down by 53% like it did in 08, you're going to lose about 38.5% of your money. Now ask yourself, is that considered a conservative or moderate investor in your eyes at retirement? And the answer would be no, Dan. Well, and people, consumers, they just don't know. They get to decide how much risk they really want to take. And at retirement time, no one wants to take as much risk as they were taking when they were 30. We know that. But they've been led to believe they have to listen to the advisor saying, oh, don't worry, you're conservative, you're moderate. Then they see the stock market dive and they see their portfolio go down by 20%. And they're like, this doesn't feel conservative or moderate to me. This feels extremely aggressive. So test number one is, do you have in writing how much risk, not the risk you currently have, but how much risk you really want to take? Meaning, how much are you really willing to lose if the market takes another big dump like 2001 and 2, 2007, 8, 9? So if the market dropped 53% or 54%, how much now that you're retired or getting ready to retire are really willing to lose? And we find most people really don't want to lose more than 5%, even though they could be taking 10 times the risk right now without even knowing it. So you have to have that in writing. So if you have it in writing, how much risk you really want to take, give yourself 10 points. If not, give yourself zero. How about number two? How much risk now? Now, this goes back to what you're really talking about, Jim. How much risk do you really have in your current portfolio? So we first test number one, which is how much risk do you want to take? Now, how much risk do you really have in your portfolio? Meaning if the market does dump like it did in 2000 or 2008, how much could you really lose? So if the market fell 53.1% like it did in the 08 financial crisis, do you have in writing how much your current portfolio would go down by as a percentage or in a dollar amount. And I'm betting 99.999% of the people out there don't. And if you don't, give yourself a zero. But how important is it to have that data? Well, and the other one-hundredth of one percent are our clients because all of our clients know that. Every one of them knows how much they could lose not only as a percentage of their assets, but as important, or probably more importantly, now you're just bragging dollars, <laughs> dollars and cents. For example, let's make it real simple. You have a million dollars. Let's assume the market's going to go down again by fifty percent. It's done it twice in the last twenty-two years. If it goes down fifty percent, that means your million dollars goes down to five hundred thousand. So if you have a forty percent risk factor, that means that your million dollars is going to go down by four hundred thousand. Uh, if you have a thirty percent risk factor, that means your million dollars is going to go down by 
$300,000. But again, if you have a diversified portfolio at a big brokerage company or a financial firm made up of 60% stock funds and 40% bond funds, you have a 38.5% risk factor. So Dan, what's 38.5% of a million dollars? $385,000 that you'd have to be willing to lose. So you're sitting here now and you're retiring and then you look at a year down the road and you've been retired one year, you're not saving any more money, you're not making a salary, let's pretend you don't have a pension, and now your $1 million has lost 38.5%, so you're down to, what, $600,000 approximately of assets left. You've lost almost 400,000. How can you even, at that point, even plan to sleep at night? You're gonna be so worried and so freaked out that you know there's such a high probability of failure, you just, you'll be so stressed and have anxiety. And it's simply because you don't know how much risk you have in your portfolio. Because if you knew right now that you could lose 20%, 30%, 40%, even 50%, like some people that came in recently, we did a review for them as far as what their current advisor has them in, they could lose 50%. You would probably make a change to your portfolio if you knew it. So the key here is to have a risk stress test done, performed on your portfolio that'll show exactly how much risk you have right now. You know, Jim, for years, most of the listeners, they've saved and invested, building up their retirement nest egg, and they think the job's done. Well, yeah, because they build a portfolio and not a plan. And if you're listening today, how will you manage your IRAs and 401ks to provide income that won't run out? Do you know how to reduce your taxes and risk? Well, those are just a few of the issues. We help clients plan for every day so they won't fail in retirement because that's their fear. So why don't we do something special for the listeners? You know, that sounds good. Uh, We will create a free comprehensive retirement game plan for you. It's called our Peak Financial Worry-Free Retirement Roadmap. Well, right now, most people listening think their IRA, their 401ks, even their portfolios, it's what makes up their retirement plan. But these are just their assets, and they go up and down, but they need to be part of an actual written comprehensive plan. You know, Dan, to be clear, we're talking about a comprehensive plan built specifically for each listener addressing challenges with IRAs, 401ks, income, risk, taxes, and Social Security. Well, Jim, we've seen this type of customized plan. It could cost people thousands of dollars, but we're going to do it for free. Our typical client has saved at least a million dollars for retirement, but if you've saved $500,000 or more, schedule your free confidential consultation by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. You know, Dan, we believe a written retirement income plan is the most important tool helping your money go further in retirement. And remember, it's free. But if you don't call today, you could miss out. To meet us, just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and money. You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. To learn more about Jim Files and Dan Ahmed, visit peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now, back to the show. You're back with Dan and Jim, Peak Financial Freedom Hour. And today we're talking about grading your financial plan and yourself if you're doing it yourself or your advisor if you have an advisor. And we're talking about 10 questions that we ask to make sure you can then grade your current financial plan. And they all have to be in writing. And the key is they all have to be in writing. So people will say, well, I have a financial plan. Uh, in the last almost 40 years that I've been in this business, in the last 20 plus years Jim's been in the business, if we've interviewed 4,000 new people, maybe three or four people had an actual plan. Literally. Yep. Three or four had an actual plan. Most people don't because they, they're talked into that their portfolio is their plan or their 401k is their plan. Those are not plans. Those are just investment accounts. A plan is in writing. So you get to grade yourself. We're talking about 10 questions. Each question, you can get up to 10 
points if you have all of these things in writing. Well, the first one was how much risk do you really want to take, meaning how much percent or dollars you could lose. You probably don't have that in writing. The second one is how much risk do you really have in your current portfolio, meaning how much you could lose. You probably don't have that in writing. The third, we've never seen anyone really come in with this in writing. That is what are the total fees you're paying, including fees you see, direct fees and fees you don't see, the indirect fees. And this could be advisor fees, could be management fees, could be mutual fund fees, could be trading costs, could be cash track, could be custodian costs, could be anything associated with you paying a fee on your assets. And you have to say, do you have that writing? Well, everyone wants to reduce their fees. The only way you can reduce your fees is first find out what in the heck you're really paying in fees and make sure you get in writing before you invest your money. You don't want to find out 30 years later what fees you're paying. So how many people then really do you think have the total fees they're paying in writing and can award themselves 10 points? I want to say none, but that's probably the wrong answer because if you have just cash, you know, there's not any fees on cash. You're not making maybe, maybe as much money as you could in some of the investments. But the 99% of the consumers out there have no idea their fees are paying. And let's take two scenarios. Let's assume you have an advisor. Well, you have an advisor fee, right? Well, most of you have mutual funds or exchange-traded funds. Well, those companies don't work for free. You have fund expenses that you do not see. The advisor likely hasn't told you about that. They just told you that there's an advisor fee. Most advisors don't manage your money. Somebody in the background is a money manager. Now, that money manager does not work for free. This also typically does not show up on your statement, like the fund fees. Well, those mutual funds or exchange-traded funds that you have, that manager inside the fund, not your advisor, this is somebody different, the manager inside the fund, they're trying to seek out a rate of return for you. So they, if you have an actively managed money uh, fund, they're buying and selling inside that fund stocks and bonds. Well, the guy in Wall Street called a trader. He doesn't work for free. So there's, there's these fees down, the fund fees, the money manager's fee, and the trading costs that have nothing to do with the advisor fee that the clients don't see. Well, and if it's not in writing, how in the heck are they going to see it? So before you go into any investment, you better make sure you know what the fees are, whether you're doing it yourself or whether you have an advisor. And if they don't put it in writing, don't deal with that advisor and make sure they sign it. And they're telling you that these are the total fees you're paying. Because at that point, then you can start to believe it. Once someone's going to sign it and put it in writing, you can start to believe it. But if they don't, you really can't. So I'd have to say most people probably don't get the 10 points awarded on that question. Um, and it's very important because when you ask an advisor across the nation, hey, what am I paying in fees? The typical almost not for sure, but almost guaranteed responses, about 1% in fees. That's what every single client always hears, about 1%. And it might be true because sometimes they might think, you know, 1.1% is about one, which is pretty close. They might think 1.5 is close to one. They might think 2% is about 1%, which I guess is kind of true, but we don't think that. They could say, well, 3% is about 1%. Well, maybe, but maybe not. But if you're paying 2 or 3% fees, which we see a lot of people doing on their total assets, they're not going to be able to get ahead very easily. You know, a great example. Um, I have somebody coming in today. Um, it's a new client. Uh, they're coming in to finalize their plan, and they believe they had were paying a fee of 1%. The person managing money is a very good friend of theirs for over 30 years, been managing money for now 20 years. And they, when I went through the analysis with them, they had a fee structure. They were paying about 2.85% in fees. That's the advisor fee, the mutual fund fees, 
the trading costs, etc. When I explained to this, they did, denied it emphatically. Matter of fact, they took the information that we presented to them back to their current advisor and friend, and he disputed said, that's not true. You're only paying 1%. They came back in my office two weeks later said, Jim, we have a problem. My advisor said, I'm not paying those fees. And I said, well, you are paying those fees. This comes from third-party research. You're not getting out of those fees. We don't get out of those fees. They went back to their advisor again, and the advisor disputed it a second time. Finally, I explained to the client exactly how to explain it to the advisor and for them to go and talk to the boss, which they didn't want to do because it was their friend. And finally, the advisor said, yes, you're paying those fees. But the consumer would never have known it. They would have taken it by word by the advisor. Well, it's pretty simple. People are confused and don't understand what they're paying fees because the fees are not in writing. It's that simple. Nothing else, they're not in writing. So if your advisor current advisor won't put it in writing what you're currently paying and sign it, then you need to find a new advisor. If a new advisor won't put all the fees you're paying in writing, then you better not use that advisor. So it it comes down to being pretty simple rules to play by. Um, And fees are important because if you look at paying one or 2% more in fees per year, you see how that could devastate the value of your assets for yourself for income or the money you pass on to beneficiaries, it becomes very scary. So you have to look at, if you have your fees in writing, give yourself 10 points, if not zero. Now, how about number four? We'll start it and we'll probably um, mold this into next section too, but number four is, do you have in writing how much income you can safely take out of your assets without having to worry about running out of assets or running out of income. And I think the key is here, let's change this to running out of income because most people, they want to make sure they never run out of their income for as long as they live because that will change their lifestyle. And right now, you're usually flippantly told answers to all these questions that we're covering, such as, oh yeah, don't worry, um, you can take out enough income. Or don't worry, you can take out four or five or 6% and you probably won't run out. Or you're, it's very safe to do this. Well, we need to make sure in writing that someone's putting that down for you. They're showing you an income plan that shows this is how much income is coming out of your assets. Well, you know, just take the last two years. It's real simple. Do the math. Two years ago, the NASDAQ is still down about 16% from what it was two years ago. The S&P is still down about 10%. So if you were taking out 4% per year in income off a million dollars because your advisor told you you could take off 4% per year, two times four is eight. You took out 8%. If you're in the NASDAQ, you're down 16. You're still down 24%. So how's that going to work long-term if you don't have the numbers in writing where you say to yourself convincingly that I have predictable income for the rest of my life. It's, you can't do it unless you have it in writing. That's great information. But you know, Jim, our listeners who are in their late 50s, 60s, or 70s, they probably have a lot of questions about their money, especially about retirement. Questions like, Have I saved enough money so I won't run out? How much income can I take out of my IRAs and 401ks? How can I reduce taxes and risk on my IRAs and 401ks? Dan, these questions have to be answered for a successful retirement. Well, in retirement, people have to manage their money completely differently. They can't take the risk they used to. They don't have time on their side to make up any more of those big losses. And they have to create income that won't run out for as long as they live. So let's do something special for our listeners. We'll give you a free Peak Financial Worry-Free Retirement Roadmap to show you how much further your money can go in retirement. This is a customized plan specifically for each listener that addresses the biggest challenges in retirement today with IRAs, 401ks, risk, taxes, and Social Security. We know, Jim, with all that work, this type of customized plan, it could cost thousands of dollars, but we're going to do it for free. 
Our typical client, they've saved at least a million dollars for retirement, but if you've saved $500,000 or more, you can actually schedule your free confidential consultation with us simply by dialing pound 250 in your cell phone, pound 250, and then say the keyword money. You know, Dan, this is an opportunity for the listeners to put our 60 years of combined financial planning experience to work for them. Our goal is to help people stop worrying about their money so much. To schedule your free analysis, dial pound 250 in your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, pound 250 and say the keyword money. Want to connect with Jim and Dan outside of the radio show? Well, you can go to peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. And on the website, you can learn more about the Peak Financial Freedom Group team. You can also schedule a consultation in just a few clicks of a button and meet with Jim and Dan personally. And you can also sign up for their Millionaire Retirement Webinar. All that and more can be found at peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now, let's get back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. You're back with Dan and Jim, Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Today, we're talking about how to grade your financial plan and yourself if you're doing it yourself or your advisor if you have an advisor. And we're talking about 10 questions that you have to be able to answer. Um, and you get 10, up to 10 points for each question. And it comes down to which of these things do you have in writing? So we just covered the end of the last segment. How much income can you safely take out of your assets? And most people don't have that in writing from their current advisor. We're going to put that in writing because we're going to show you when you're taking income out, we're going to show you how much income you can take out. And we're going to use safe withdrawal rates on the assets that are in the marketplace. And we're going to show you how long those assets will last. And then on the assets in the guaranteed income bucket, we're going to show you exactly how much you can get on a guaranteed basis that'll last for as long as you live. And if you're married for as long as your spouse would live, which now can blend in and significantly reduce the chance you will run out of money because those dollars will never stop for as long as you live. The income will never stop. So it basically then goes and kind of blends in with number five. So number four, if you have how much income you can safely take out of your assets in writing, give yourself up to 10 points, if not zero. Question number five is how long will your assets last if you're using them for income? So kind of ties together. So do you have in writing right now that shows exactly how long your assets will last if you're using them for income and not based on some bogus, huge returns because we know there's a lot of 401k companies out there that are going to project out you're going to get seven, eight, nine, even 10% rates of return. Well, yeah, of course your money's going to last. But what's the chance you think you're really going to get seven, eight, or 9%, even 10% rates of return over the next 30 years of retirement? Very low. So we have to find out do you have a conservative estimate in writing that shows you how long is your assets going to last during retirement? Probably not. Although the cap to that is maybe the advisor did what is called a Monte Carlo simulation model where they have a big basket and they throw in a bunch of stocks, bonds, cash, and commodities. They stirred that basket up with their formulas and they spit out this data based on how long your money theoretically could last based on a 95% mathematical probability. You could possibly have that, but that's a bunch of trash from my perspective because they're taking 30 or 40 years worth of data, historical data, and trying to project the next 30 or 40 years. And that doesn't work, particularly in the environment we're in right now. It just doesn't work. I agree. Okay, how about question number six? Again, do you have in writing, if you take out as much income as you'd really like to, $100,000, $150,000 from your assets, how much income taxes you're going to pay. So you have it in writing right now that'll show as you draw your money out in retirement for income, which is what the only reason you saved the money for so you could use it. 
And one of the fears you have now, in addition to losing money or running out of money, most people have this huge fear of paying too much tax when they're retired. And when we do a tax analysis, we're going to put that in writing, show you your tax rate, how much percentage tax you're going to pay, show the dollar amount of taxes you're going to pay, show how much you should have withheld on a monthly basis. And it shocks people how low those numbers actually are, even though we're building up a huge amount of income for them. So right now, do you have in writing, if you're doing it yourself, how much tax you're going to pay if you take a high level of income off of your assets or if you have an advisor has your advisor put down in writing how much tax you're going to pay. And we find that very rarely happens. Right. So at that point, then you could give yourself 10 if you have that down, give yourself a zero if you don't have that. How about now we look at question number seven and this will be then in writing, do you have how much less income taxes will be paid if you defer taking IRA distributions until you're forced to at age 73. And if you have that in writing, this is a trick question because people always think that if I defer my money till 73, I'm gonna pay less taxes. Well, the truth is you will pay less taxes right now because you're not taking distributions, but what do you think will happen if you're 60 and you defer your IRA for 13 years? Do you think your IRA will be bigger or smaller? It's probably gonna be bigger. Then at 73, they're gonna force you to take money your required minimum distribution is off of a larger amount, which will force you to pay more taxes then. And when you leave it to your beneficiaries, if you're gone because you've deferred it, you haven't used it, your beneficiaries have to take out over 10 years or less, which is going to completely expedite the amount of time that they have to take the money out, which is going to do what? Significantly increase the amount of taxes that you have been pay that you have to pay on your IRA distribution. Is that correct? Yeah. And take into consideration, do you think in 13 years that the federal government may possibly raise taxes because of the deficit we have? And the answer is probably yes. It's highly considered every day in Congress. So you're taking a risk on number one, paying more taxes. If you defer distributions, you're taking a risk of possibly taxes going up at the same time. Definitely. Okay. How about number eight then? Oh, and that one, if you have that in writing um, that your taxes, as far as deferring, you'll pay less taxes, you would normally get a 10, but the answer is wrong. So you have to give yourself a zero. Um, how about number eight? We'll look at this one really quick. If you use your assets for income, this is going to last for as long as you live. Do you have in writing how much you can reasonably expect to leave to your beneficiaries? Because a lot of people want to say, I want to use my assets for income and then whatever's left, I'm going to leave to my beneficiaries. Well, if that's true, then it'd be nice to know approximately how much you can leave if you use reasonable expectations and projections to the beneficiaries. So if you're doing it yourself, you have an advisor, is that in writing that shows how much you possibly can leave to the beneficiaries reasonably? If so, give yourself a 10. If not, give yourself a zero. You know, Jim, people listening today, they have to make the most out of every dollar they save for retirement. You know, you're right, Dan. If you're listening, you know you can't afford to make a mistake or overlook something that comes with a $100,000, $250,000, or even a $500,000 price tag. That would be devastating in retirement. Well, Jim, most people, they literally don't realize that saving and investing for retirement is just the start. We always talk about that it's in the details. It's the planning that makes the big difference for their IRAs, their 401ks, their income, risk, taxes, Social Security, and even health care. And making their money go a lot further in retirement is a mandatory part of the planning. So let's do something special for our listeners today. We'll give you a free Peak Financial Worry-Free Retirement Roadmap, helping your money go further in retirement. Well, Jim, you know, this is truly a customized plan that we designed specifically for each listener, and it helps to address the biggest challenges they're going to face in retirement. Things like their IRAs, their 401ks, their risk, their taxes, uh, even their Social Security. And a plan like this could cost several thousand dollars, but we're going to do it for free. You know, we love to help everybody in Sacramento, but we can only take on a limited number of new clients each month. So act now. 
Don't miss out. We're a typical client. They've saved at least $1 million for retirement. But if you've saved $500,000 or more, schedule your free confidential consultation by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. That's pound 250 and say the keyword money. You know, if you want to retire successfully today, you need a financial game plan. And we'll do it free for you. To schedule your initial analysis, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. Did you know that Jim and Dan are also authors? Their latest book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, was co-written with Jack Canfield, famed author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, which has sold over 500 million copies worldwide. In their book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, they detail the keys to creating a successful retirement plan, like how to minimize your portfolio's volatility, how to determine your income plan in retirement, and so much more. To get the book, go to peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now let's get back to the Peak Financial team, Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're back with Dan and Jim, Peak Financial Freedom Hour, and we are covering today how to grade your financial plan. If you're doing it yourself, how to grade what you put together. And if you have an advisor, how to grade your advisor. And you get 10 points for each question. We went through the first eight. Now we're going to cover the last two, nine and 10. So number one, number nine is, are you and your spouse very confident everything will work out as planned with your money and you don't have to worry about anything? And do you have that in writing, almost like as an affirmation that everything's going to work? And most people don't don't because they don't feel comfortable and confident that everything's going to work. So if you do have that in writing, give yourself 10, if not zero. And that really leads us to number 10, which is the most important one. And it's in writing. Do you have a full retirement plan that shows how much income you can take out during retirement, how much risk you'll be taking, how much in fees you're really going to be paying, how much your beneficiaries are going to get, the advantages, the disadvantages, and all the details about your money, how are you going to use each asset, how each asset works. Do you have that in writing, not just verbal from your advisor, not just you doing the planning, telling your spouse, here's how it's going to work, and not just you telling your family, well, we think things are okay. Do you have every single thing about your money in a written plan, a document? How much income you can take, how much risk you're taking, the fees you're going to pay, how much taxes you're going to have, how much beneficiaries you're going to get, the advantage, all this in writing. So if you have that, give yourself 10, and if not, give yourself zero. So why is that probably the most important one? Well, without having this in writing and just going on what the industry says might happen or could happen or would have happened over the last 50 years is meaningless because we're in a different world now. Without having it in writing, your risk plan, your fee plan, your income plan, your tax plan, your legacy plan, when income should be turned on by income source. Will the income go up? Will it go down? Will it go sideways? Will it be eliminated? Is it maybe income? Is it guaranteed income? All those things, unless it's in writing in a full binder, tabbed out, So you completely understand it. You can see it. You can visualize it. You've studied it. Uh, The advisor signed off on it. You've signed off on it. Your plan has a very high chance of not working, Dan. It's just based on speculation. Well, here's what a written plan does. It'll help fix all the confusion people have about their money. So imagine, how would you grade your plan if right now or a month from now, two months from now, you had a full written plan, like you're talking about, a binder. Mm -hmm. And inside of it, it showed how much income you can take out every month throughout your retirement, even if you live for the next 30 years. What if it showed how much risk you're actually going to be taking with the new plan, how much you could lose if the market crashes? What if it showed in writing the total fees you're paying, the fees you see, the fees you don't see? What if then you could see how much your tax rate was going to be, how much tax you're going to pay, and how much withholding you need on a monthly basis? 
What if you could see, based on very conservative estimations, what your beneficiaries could get? And what if in writing you had the advantages and the disadvantages and how every single thing is going to work? How would you grade that plan? I'd give that plan 100. 100%. 100%. But you know the beauty about this? All of our clients have that plan, right? That's why we're so confident with what we're sharing here today is because if you have a written plan, you have a high, high, high probability of success in retirement. If you don't have a written plan, your success goes down dramatically. Well, and reli- you're hoping you're going to get lucky. That's right. And if you're relying on just your advisor saying you're going to be okay, that's not good enough. Just because they're a nice person, you didn't hire them because they're a nice person. You're hiring them because of their skill set, their knowledge base, and the their ability to execute a plan that's going to work well, for gonna you. Well, I'm going to step out on a limb. I'm going to say I will guarantee one of the reasons – that you worry most about your money, most about your future, most about uncertainties, is that you do not have right now in your hand or at home a written retirement income plan, a comprehensive document that covers every single little detail about how your finances are going to be secure for the next 20, 30, or 40 years of your life. I guarantee you don't have that, and that's what's causing the worry. You know, right now, if you are married, I promise you, one of you is taking more control of the money than the other person. That other person likely is going to be the woman in this generation. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the woman, but often the man has made the decision. I promise you, if you're getting older, I'm both spouses are worried about not having things in writing. And unless you have in writing, what if one of the spouses passes away? What if the spouse that's doing the money management passes away? How is the other spouse going to navigate through life? And unless you have a plan in writing, as you mentioned earlier, Dan, all those details, there's no way a couple, a married couple, can be comfortable. Well, and the cool part is we'll create a plan in writing for you to show you how it works. And you then get to decide, does it fit and do you want to implement it? You don't have to implement it. You're still going to get your plan, an income plan, a tax plan, and a legacy plan to see how this could work for you. And I think then it makes it a lot easier for you to understand that you can have a successful future. You know, Jim, most listeners have an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account that they're really worried about. You know, Dan, you're right. But do our listeners know how much money they can safely withdraw every year and not rent out? And how to reduce taxes and losses on these accounts? Well, IRAs and 401ks, they're just one piece of building a successful financial game plan for retirement. Very difficult for the listeners. So, Jim, why don't we do something special for them? You know, that sounds good. Uh, We will create a free, comprehensive retirement game plan for you to make your money go further in retirement. It's called our Peak Financial Worry-Free Retirement Roadmap. Well, Jim... To be sure, this is a customized plan we build specifically for each listener, addressing their biggest challenges with their IRAs, their 401ks, income, risk, taxes, and even Social Security decisions. You know, Dan, we've seen customized plans like this cost thousands of dollars, but we're offering this free. We would love to build a plan for everybody in Sacramento, but we can only take on a limited number of new clients each month. Well, our typical client, they've saved at least a million dollars for retirement. They're really good savers. But if you've saved $500,000 or more, schedule your free confidential consultation by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and keyword money. Dan, if the listeners hope to remain retired successfully today, they'll need a financial game plan. To schedule your initial analysis, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California-registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files California Insurance License Number 0F06511.